be right back. I'm going to get something to drink. Great. Well, welcome everybody to Burgess Power Hour. And tonight, today, we are going to be playing with how to stay positive in a chaotic world. That is our topic for this evening. And um, we're going to be having, uh, we had a lot of people register. So I imagine a lot of people are going to be getting the recording <laughs> or they're going to come later. So if you register, you will get this recording. And um, I am going to be doing something a little different tonight. Normally in my power hours, uh, we do a little experiential uh, kind of subconscious playing with certain topics and you get to play with and discover certain things about what you believe and if they're serving you. This time we're going to also look at that. However, I am going to offer a meditation, which is a little different than what we normally do in these power hours, because I feel like it's really important that we have um, maybe some support in staying positive. Would you agree? <laughs> yeah. Yes, a little bit. And so I'm going to be gifting you a meditation along with uh, what we're going to be speaking with today. So today, normally I have you get out a pen and paper and you're going to be doing some writing and you certainly are welcome to do that. Um, certainly, I'm going to be giving you some notes and a, as usual, a tool or two to support you in that process. However, uh, again, like I said, uh, it's, it's a little different than what we normally do. So any questions before we start? All right, I see a Marla and a 786, welcome. Uh, and others coming in, I'll just have them come in as we do. And if you could, um, until we ask questions or certainly I love experiential, so you can stop me anytime and ask questions or kind of add to the con uh, conversation if you choose um, and just unmute at that time, okay? So we don't have any background noise. I'd ask you to go ahead and mute and then unmute yourself. And hello, Arlene. So you can do a star six if you're Hi, on the Dana. phone. Hi, honey. You can do a star six if you're on the phone. Um, or if you're on Zoom, you know how to do that. Mute and unmute probably. So again, like I said, tonight's going to be a little different. Um, I just felt like seeing as how what's going on in Ukraine and everywhere else in the world, it seems like, um, you know, I wanted to look at chaos in a macrocosm but also a microcosm for yourself too because you might be having you know chaos from time to time where maybe it feels like that and so mm -hmm. I felt like I just wanted to give you perhaps different perspectives of how to shift from what's happening in the world so that everybody doesn't feel like oh my god it's doomsday you know? <laughs> so that we know how to perhaps shift our perspective and go to a positive uh, place with it and I have many modalities many things that I'm going to be using so just bear with me like I said one of them is I just wanted to do a, a meditation here uh, we'll do that at the at the end uh, and I'll give you some tools all right so you know a lot of times people have trauma or they have some kind of chaos in their world in a microcosm like maybe you don't know what your purpose is something happens or you get fired or your business goes belly up. I know that it's been some trauma for people recently. I mean, maybe they've gotten a diagnosis or there've been some deaths or maybe you've let go of a relationship or they've let go of you. Okay. Um, and those can be traumatic. And so a lot of times people, when they go through this trauma or some chaos and all the stuff that's going on in the world, they let it magnify what's going on with, within themselves. Would you agree that happens sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times what happens through that though is fear comes up of the unknown. When there's a change or there's chaos, it's like, how do I do it? You know, well, how can I get out of this mindset or this feeling or this predicament? And how can I really look at my life in a different way where it's moving toward unity and harmony as opposed to fear, you know, and the unknown? And so a lot of people don't want to take risks. And especially I feel like there's been a lot of risk uh, taking now because of what's happened the last couple of years, people venturing out. And for some people, it feels like a risk to even be out with people, you know, and 
Um, it's just been an interesting ride, I'd say. So remember fear, for those of you who know about Course in Miracles, it's false evidence appearing real or forgetting everything is all right. You know, I like that acronym as well. And it uh, can mean a lot of different things, but that is one of those things that comes up for people around it and they're afraid to take risks, you know, and you don't have the money to pay your bills or maybe you just, uh, you know, stubbed your toe and it hurts or you can have some really excruciating traumas and disasters that can happen. And so you have two choices. You either are in the love thought system or you're in the fear thought system. And those pretty much that's, that's it. Those are your two choices. You're either in fear or love. And unfortunately for many of us, a lot of times if we don't know how to quote fix it or get out of or choose differently or see maybe an outcome that might benefit us in a different way, especially with all the polarization going on in the world, right now not just our country but everywhere you know it's it can be challenging i think so even if it's like if you don't have a car if you don't have a house or if you, you don't have a husband anymore or something happens how do you shift that back into the love thought system as opposed to being in fear you with me so far okay making sense all right Welcome all those of you who joined us. If you can mute yourself, please. And you can unmute because I definitely want to hear from you. And we are doing things a little differently tonight. We're going to do a meditation as opposed to some other things like I normally do. Uh, but I wanted to give you some background and some context around what we're, what we're speaking about tonight. And I also want to give you a little bit of a science background about your brain, uh, duh, duh, about your brain and what what that reptilian brain does around fear. And that's that autonomic function, you know, that freeze, flight, or fright. Maybe you've heard that one. fight, flight, or freeze, okay? Um, many of us, when we think that there's chaos or we're in trouble or there's, there's fear or there's, we're in danger, that's where it kicks in. That reptilian brain just kind of kicks in. And many of us will run, we flee, we, it's flight. Let me get out of here. And some of us fight. We just want to argue and fight and try to fight our way out of wherever we are, um, because that's what we've learned, perhaps, as uh, when we were little. But also when we were little, perhaps, maybe there was a trauma as a child or something where we learned that, oh, if I just sit here and not act and just freeze like a deer in the headlight, then maybe everything will go away. Maybe it'll all just kind of like go away and you stay stuck. So that can look stuck. That, that freeze part of the reptilian brain can look like a, um, basically a deer in the headlights. You don't go anywhere. You just stay there. It's like, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to go out. I'm afraid to do anything. I'm afraid to speak out. I'm afraid to step out because what if X, Y, Z happens? So in nature, I just want to share with you that if you think about a bird, like when a bird hits a window, that's traumatic, yeah? And it hits it and it's stunned, so it freezes. So how does it get unstunned? It lays, it lays there for just a minute and then it starts flapping its wings, right? And it starts moving, it's discharging its body. So it starts discharging and kind of waking up and going, wait a minute, snap out of it, snap out of it, you're okay. And then it discharges it and becomes more resilient. So I feel like, and that's a certain, certainly something we can learn from nature. I feel like many times, perhaps human beings forget that part. They think, oh, I'm stuck. I can't get out of it. And they just sit with it and they don't discharge it. And what I mean by that is we try to go into our prefrontal cortex brain which is our thinking brain but see it goes offline we can't figure it out so if it goes offline and we can't figure it out what's left is our mammalian brain which is our emotional brain right and so a lot of people tend to not want to go there because it hurts too much or they don't know what to do does this resonate with you guys yeah so my suggestion is certainly if you if you've 
if you're been in a trauma or you're having a lot of chaos in your life and the world, you know, some people can go into PTSD. And one of the best ways that I know of to alleviate or move through getting through the fear, getting through that stuckness, okay, or that um, the, autumn, the nervous system is to have social, certainly to, to breathe, number one. Breath is always a way out. <laughs> to take deep breaths and breathe, it's action steps that move through your body. The other thing to do is to have social engagement. And I know it really, it's social engagement is a way of dissipating um, the stuckness. And it, because you, you bump up against other experiences, other people. And what it does is it helps you release some of that stuck part of you. Hi, Mary. Hi, all of you that have joined us. Appreciate you being here. And so I feel like the science behind it, I just wanted to mention the reptilian mammalian and prefrontal cortex brain, because this is, you know, a scientific thing that happens. But what ends up, what ends up happening, I think for many of us, is that we forget about that emotional release. We forget about that part about breathing and maybe it is chaotic. Maybe we are in trauma. Maybe there are things that we don't know how to fix or do. And the best thing I think is certainly, which has been a, a challenge for many is that social engagement is bumping up against other people just to be able to dissipate some of the energy that you have because we hold it in. And of course, my belief is if we hold in stuck emotions, it can allow it, it makes, it can really affect our bodies and make us get sick. Okay. So I want to just share with you uh, something about this kind of thing, which is, I think I've said this before, maybe you guys have heard me before or seen my blogs or seen um, some of the power hours before about, um, and our podcast about hurricanes, right? And the eye of the storm, which is the chaos part. So life can sometimes very much be like a hurricane. Everything we believe to be true can change in an instant with one phone call, right? A relationship or a job ends, a loved one dies unexpectedly. We receive a diagnosis. These are outside experiences that can have the potential to plummet us into chaos. So unable to make decisions. Is that you? Is that me? Oh, I don't know. I, it's, sometimes it's hard to make a decision and take action when it's needed most, right? So at the center of the hurricane, as you know, is the eye. It's a single point in space where the forces of the storm are in perfect equilibrium just outside this center, the power of the wind blows with, you know, it's very ferocious out there, all the chaos. But in the eye, there's the calm, the peace, the clarity, the stillness. So I say, look, let's harness the power of the storm by entering into the eye. And what I mean by the eye is the capital I. I am. That centered place in us that knows the truth the I, I am. It's the stillness where we can experience the chaos around us and resist the winds of doubt and fear. So as you watch maybe your failed relationship or your old job or your diagnosis or whatever it is fly past you in, a, in swirling chaos, you know that inside the I is well, all is well. But you know at the core that you're perfect and whole. That would be the thing you'd want to focus on, right? You're not your job. You're not your bank account. You're not your relationship. You're not your diagnosis. So somewhere in there, there's a dance between being human and being divine. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that still small voice in there goes, hey, there's a storm outside, but we don't have to dip down into it, okay? And we can relax in that in that knowing that we can access that stillness, we can access the God self or the universe self or the energy self or the higher, higher self, <laughs> that great spirit. The chaos of the storm clouds 
it clouds our vision sometimes. We think there's nothing else out but there. There's nothing else but chaos out there. So my suggestion is that to understand that when there's a storm, it's necessary. Think about what I mean by that is if you think about a storm, it brings birth, doesn't it? If there's death and then there's rebirth. The storm comes and it creates something anew. And it's in nature. It clears a path. Flowers can grow now. It's a creative energy. It can be. And of course, when we're in it and when we're looking at it and it's happening to us, it's sometimes it's difficult to say this is a creative energy and I'm going to I'm going to own it or I'm going to allow it and I want to look for the gift here. So I know it's difficult sometimes, especially in our country and our world right now. So derision permeates the news. We seem to be descending sometimes in a cycle of chaos, hanging on for dear life to our own beliefs, our own positions, regardless of any evidence we might have. So I think and I believe that we're we are on the brink of a new reality, a new paradigm. Um, we're, we're doing a shift in our own cosmic energy. So all the stuff that around us, that chaos that could be happening, um, you know, we can call that contrast. That's all the stuff we don't want. So contrast can lead us to clarity. And those of you who have done Essence of Being, you know, that's one of my things I love to say, is that all the stuff we don't like in our life and all the stuff that's happening it can lead us to clarity, that contrast, because it leads us to what we do want. All that other stuff is what we don't want. Okay. So sometimes we just need a dramatic example of that. And that contrast leads to clarity. Once we're clear, then it creates a direction. Clarity leads to power, power to choose, power to create, power to come into our own sense of all as well. So I also talk about breakdown. So all the chaos in your life and on the world right now can look like breakdown. So I look at breakdown or we can choose to look at it one of two ways. We can look at it and stay stuck in it. Or we can say, this is a breakdown that's moving me toward breakthrough. Breakthrough something, right? And then once you break through, you break free. And I know that sometimes it's hard to maintain that perspective when we turn on the news, right? <laughs> the storm comes, but this is what happens. And I believe this is why this is happening. Um, suddenly the, you know, your race or your creed or your political affiliation, or it ceases to matter. And people set aside all of that to help each other. So the hurricane brings strangers together, doesn't it, to help each other selflessly. So I believe in, it's because in the face of faceless tr tragedy, we're able to recognize our oneness. Rather than fighting for our position, we remember our divine connection. So this can be the gift that the storm can bring. Okay. So in times like these, I just wanted to say, just to say to us and give us a little bit of pause to catch our breath and try to wrap our heads around all of this violence and all the things that are happening in the world in a macrocosm. And our knee-jerk reaction could be anger or disbelief or sadness or compassion and helplessness. And I feel like a lot of us feel helpless sometimes. And maybe we may want to get revenge or justice for the innocent. And all of these emotions are valid and they make us human. So I urge all of us to focus on anything that's tragic in our lives, inside or out, can be seen with the filter of love. As we focus on the best in humanity comes out. Everybody can put aside petty differences and judgments and come to the aid of those lost and their loved ones. Human beings have the capacity to destroy and create. Would you agree? Yeah. So let's focus on the creation of a better way to live together with no fear and only acceptance and love. So I encourage all of us to believe that we're safe, 
loved, wanted for who we are. Even through the overwhelming evidence sometimes in the world. And take a big breath and, you know, take a breathe, breathe in all the light that's here and the love that's here, especially when we're hurting, especially when we're not sure what to do. And that breath also is dissipating. Like I said before, it dissipates the stuckness that we might feel when we freeze and we're not sure we're in doubt or we're in fear. Remember the depths of our sorrow is a direct catalyst for the heights of our joy. I'm waxing poetic tonight. Okay. And so the other thing I wanted to share is about one other thing. And then I want to uh, give you a tool around this and maybe you guys can chime in a little bit, Uh, but also um, then I'll do our meditation. Like I said, this is, I normally don't do meditations in these power hours, but I feel like this might be really, um, powerful for us and then you'll have it recorded so that you can have it to do again if you choose to so as we try to put into context and make some sense out of what's happening in the world the image that comes to mind is our collective heart chakra now chakras are those energy spirals and uh, they are energy centers in our body and outside of our body okay and i feel like the heart chakra of the planet earth has been awakened and is beating and we are accessing that heart chakra when things like ukraine happen and the pandemic there's all these things that are happening all at once it kind of blasts it open it's now more vulnerable and receptive i feel like more and more human beings and planet earth is the well the earth's going to be okay i think But I feel like we're becoming, the choices are we can become more vulnerable and receptive to things in our life when when tragic things happen like this. And I know this seems incongruent, you know, in the light of all the stuff that's happening, but it's often a devastating action that catapults us into reconciliation or healing. Yeah. Yeah, it's death that reminds us how precious life is and grave illness that makes us value our health. It's hatred that reminds us to love and guilt that signals us to be patient and compassionate with others. So this duality is often difficult to reconcile. And we as light workers or light players, if you choose to be one or want to show up that way, um, we know we want to always pick the good choice. We want to go to peace and harmony. But the dark sides exist for a reason. We want to call them dark sides, right? They are there to reflect back for us those things which we need to see in order to continue our evolvement. So... There are beacons that are being tuned in and tuned on right now. So turn on your beacon, okay? And despite all the stuff that's going on around you, just turn your beacon on. There's so much value in trusting that knowing that we feel, we can feel this light in the midst of the chaos. And many of us are tapping into the passion of wanting to help and wanting to expand in a way that doesn't, fuel that negative energy so on a personal level that's why i do essence of being that's why i do all of these things is so that we can continue to show up continue to show up perhaps in a different way and show a different way of being and living and remind each other that there is another way you know it's sort of like dorothy and the wizard of oz you know i I feel like we can be dorothy the yellow brick road is that inner guidance we're following along our path and we're not sure where we're going and then we're looking for the wizard to fix us you know hey find that wizard to fix us to make everything all right and the wizard actually stands for that that heart chakra you know that we're looking for the stability along the way and then we find our brains you know the scarecrow is our is our knowing We have these powerful thoughts. And then we have the Tin Man, which is our heart, our love, 
connection, being wanting to be able to, to love along this yellow brick road. And then, of course, the line is courage, which is the French word for liqueur, which is the heart. And having the courage to stand out and commit to something, even though we doubt it and take action anyway. Right? So those come, and I think the witch is fear. The witch represents fear, right? And who is our guide? Toto. Yay. So the doggy Toto's our guide. You know, that's our intuition. I feel like, and what happens? Toto's the one who saved the day. Those of you who don't know Wizard of Oz, so I feel like if we could just click our heels and say, there's no place like home, whenever, this is a great little ritual I feel like we can do, okay? There's no place like home. When you feel like in doubt and fear, or you feel like there's so much chaos going around, just click your heels, seriously. It's, a, it's also dissipating some of that stuck energy that I was talking about earlier. And just click your heels and say, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. All is well. And some people call it positive uh, denial. <laughs> you know? However, for me, what's happening, I feel like there's so much duality right now. And I know that where we're headed as a, as a human being species, this is my belief, and you don't have to believe it, but it's going toward unity. And sometimes in order for us to understand what that means, we have to be able to embrace the negative and the positive. We have to embrace the good, the bad, the right, the wrong, the left, the right, the evil, the good, all that. We have to embrace it all to go toward the unity of it. So we can have a connection and not just sit in our own little corners and go, that's bad, that's good. Now, I'm not saying everybody needs to love chaos or everybody needs to love you know, crappy things that go on in the world. And I always say, look, if there's a lot of poop around you, there, there's got to be a pony in there somewhere. Okay. So if you've got a lot of poop around you, look for the pony. And I feel like we as human beings have an opportunity to look at the outcome. Okay. With especially like Ukraine, you know, these people didn't ask to be bombed. These people didn't consciously say, I'm going to die today. Just like 9-11 happened and any other Trump traumatic thing or any kind of chaos that's going on in your life. You don't wake up and say, I'm going to get fired today or I'm going to lose somebody today. And so when that happens, you have choices. You can feel through it. And I certainly am supporting emotional release and feeling through that. And knowing that I feel like why it's happening, because people ask me all the time, why is this happening, Bird? Why is this all happening? Um, and they ask Shamanasta, who, is, who I channel, but that's a whole other story. But it's like, the reason is, is because it's opening up an, an avenue and a way for us to look at how can we be human beings in this world and focus on the outcome. So in other words, if we could look at all the loss and devastation and all the things that are happening and focus on the outcome of what's happening and why, in other words, not the why, but the outcome of it is going to be connection. The outcome is going to be the focus of unity, coming together and creating something even bigger than we can right now. We may not ever see it. We may not live to see it in this lifetime. But if we could focus on us as a collective to focus on this is what's happening in the world and all we have to do is focus on the outcome, then the outcome can look as one thing. We're coming together to focus on one thing. So for instance, when there's a lot of perturbation in the world right now, not just the world, but maybe in your own life. And that perturbation is that feeling that's in your tummy, that something's happening and you don't know what to do about it. And it's sort of like you have a, a pot of boiling water and you see it dancing before it turns to steam. That's the perturbation. So what happens is if we could focus on the steam, if we could just focus on, hey, 
all this stuff's happening for a reason. Don't know what it is. I know it's got to be good. Um, and I choose to look at it that way that it's, of course, saying good is still a duality, but it eases our mind into it. It eases our mind into saying it's we're perturbating. We're not sure what's going to happen. However, I'm going to push it. Uh, it's going to it's going to turn into something bigger or different than what it is right now. And that is a generalized principle, actually, in nature, perturbation. That's what makes an acorn an oak tree. That's what makes a caterpillar a butterfly, is that they, they actually shift and change organisms. And it becomes a more complex organism through perturbation. So I feel like if we could all just collectively say whatever's going on in our life, whatever's going on in the world and look at it from a point of view of if, if there's a lot of chaos and a lot of storms and a lot of trauma, that it's perturbation that's moving us towards something different and better than what we have now. And perhaps that will allow us to ease our mind into it enough to hold that vibration, to hold that energy so that we can really step into all as well. Even though in the middle of everything that's happening. And I feel like this meditation that I'm going to give you now might help us. And the tool I'm going to give you is I want you to think about, and maybe you can write this down if you've got something to write with, you can certainly do it now. Uh, but the one of the best tools that I know to shift from the fear part to the love part is to do the universe to-do list. So you can write down all the things in your life if you choose to. You can focus on all of that right now, just kind of get it out, like throw it up, you know, write it all down. All the things that in your life that you, where you dip into chaos, where you dip into the negativity or you dip into the unknown, like your family or work or home, or each other, significant others, or TV, or your kids, or your health, or money, or your business. So you choose any of those aspects and you turn it over to the universe. So how it works is you write on the, you take a piece of paper and you write down the middle, you put like a, a line down the middle. On the left-hand side, you put my list. On the right-hand side, you put universe to do list. And on your list, that side, the left side, just put down what you're willing to do today. Take out the trash, make a phone call, do an email. Okay, just what you're willing to do for the day. Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't make a list of... I've got to get all this stuff done and there's no way in hell you're going to be able to get it done in that day. The other side is the universe's side, or you can call it God's side or whatever you want to call it. You turn it over and you say, you know what? I don't know how any of this is going to work out. That's where you put all the big stuff. That's where you put things like, you would say words like handle my family, uh, take care of the money that I need to pay my bills. Um, give me a sign that all is well. Um, take care of this problem that I have no idea how, how it's going to work out. Put all of that stuff that's big and you're not sure about, you know, take, uh, handle my health. I don't know. You handle it. So what you're doing is you're in essence turning it over to the universe and saying, I don't have a clue, you do it. You're giving orders to the universe because here's the thing. And it sounds cheesy for maybe if you've never done it, but it really, really works because here's what happens. You're turning it over to other resources that you may not have uh, the ability to know that you have access to it. Maybe you don't have access or you don't think you have access to all the answers. So you're turning it over and saying, you deal with it. And what that does is it lifts you up. It releases your angst. If you really do turn it over. 
and you can't look at it. You can't turn it over and say, well, it hasn't happened yet. So you're fired, you know, don't fire your, don't give it time. It's going to happen in divine time. Sometimes we want it like that. Maybe it will happen like that. However, the, the, the deal is it allows you to move it over so that you don't feel all the angst and the pain and the upset so that you can just focus on what you know that you can do today. That really helps you get a quote unstuck, less overwhelmed. Whether you believe it's going to happen or not, turn it over and don't keep looking at it and say, well, it hasn't happened today. I put it on the universe to do list now for a week and it still hasn't, you know, my job hasn't come through yet. Or that deal hasn't come through yet or that new client or my new man or whatever it is. Okay. So if you do that, what that does is it resets it. Because you're saying to the universe, I don't trust you. And so I feel like that's a really great tool to get out of fear for a minute. You can always take it back, but get out of fear for a minute and put it over there on that love thought system, but put it over there so that you can relax and allow because trust and allow and don't ask how you guys know essence of being, you know, that those of you who've taken our classes, trust and allow and don't ask how, but we get so caught up in the how don't we? How am I going to fix this? How's this going to work? So does anybody have any questions before we go into, or thoughts or comments before we go into this meditation? Like I said, normally I don't do this, but I feel like this will be a little gift uh, for you guys to have this uh, recorded. Does anybody want to say anything or ask a question or share anything? Is it just me yakking now? Okay. I can yak for a long time. All right. That all sounds wonderful, Bird. Who's that? It's Arlene. Hi, Darlene. Oh, Arlene. Yes. Thank you, dear. Well, I mean, it works. Yes. So I would say write it down on your universe to-do list. Write down all those things that you feel like you dip down into that chaos, okay? And turn it over. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> You're welcome. So I'm going to go ahead and um, this is a flushing your fear meditation, which is a, uh, a meditation to support you in letting go of the angst and the upset and all the stuff and inviting in what it is that you do want. Okay. So even if you don't meditate or even if you're not sure what this is or why, uh, just try it and see what happens because um, it's an it shifts your energy because we're made of energy, right? So let's, any questions before I go there? All right. So I'm going to share my screen because I have a really cool, um, hopefully you'll all be able to hear it. Let's see if we can make it work. For any time that you are feeling afraid or feeling confused or feeling not grounded and this is a wonderful meditation to come back to center to come back to your center to fill yourself up with what it is that you do want and letting go of all the things that you do not want or feel so first of all get into a comfortable position Please do not be driving and just take a deep breath and close your eyes. Take another deep breath and keep your eyes closed. And let your arms relax. And let your hands relax and roll your head around very slowly roll your shoulders letting all the tension go out of your shoulders <sighs> <sighs> 
and then I invite you to listen to your heart focus on your breath relax your chest and your back and let your arms rest on your legs or on the chair or wherever you are just let them be held and relaxed and wiggle your fingers and then take another deep breath and let go of any thoughts except listening to my voice relaxing your tummy letting your tummy just hang out relaxing your hips and your bottom sinking into wherever you're sitting or lying down and relax your legs and your knees and if you're sitting let your feet be squarely on the floor and if you're lying down keep your legs uncrossed take another breath knowing all is well wiggle your toes let all the tension out of your feet your calves and your ankles and as you're sitting or lying there listening to my voice I want you to think of a grounding cord at the base of your spine attach that grounding cord to the base of your spine imagine it being either a tree trunk or a rope or a tube but attach that cord to the base of your spine and let it plummet forth all the way into Mother Earth that grounding cord is keeping you connected to Mother Earth coming back from wherever you've been centering feeling the weight of Mother Earth coming into Mother Earth going all the way into the center the core of Mother Earth let that grounding cord connect you there feel the density pulling you in Mother Earth is the great recycler she can dissipate anything you will not hurt Mother Earth so all of those fears all of those angst and anxiety all of the confusion and chaos all of the worry just let it dump let it dump out of your grounding cord just let it flow right out like a big crapper flushing the fear flushing all of that through that grounding cord let it just dump out let it empty out of your body your physical body your emotional body your energetic body your ethereal body all of your bodies all of your awareness let anything that is not of the light just let it flow right out through your grounding cord and into Mother Earth letting it flow Mother Earth takes it and dissipates all of the anxiety and the fear the upset confusion the unknown emptying all of your negative thoughts 
down the grounding cord and into Mother Earth. And once you have completely emptied any thoughts, feelings, beliefs that you are consciously and subconsciously aware of, let them just dump out. I invite you to pay attention to the bottom of your feet and feel Mother Earth's grounding, cool, healing energy coming up, coming up through your feet, coming up into your calves, into your knees, pulling all of that cool energy coming up into your legs, up to your hips, and right back out your grounding cord. Take a deep breath. And let that Mother Earth's cool energy grounding force come up through your feet up through your legs, up through your knees, up through your legs, your hips, and right back out your grounding cord. And let that flow turn on automatic. Coming up and going back out. Coming up and going back out. And each time you bring that energy up and out, you're feeling more here, more connected. The feeling of center. Pulling in all those fractured places. Pulling in all the parts of you that are worried. Pulling it all back. And then let that go on automatic, and then I invite you to focus on the top of your head. And imagine, if you will, the top of your head, a golden faucet. And this golden faucet, just go ahead and reach up and turn it on. And out comes a steady stream of white light beautiful divine energy, love energy. Let it just flow from that golden faucet, universal wisdom, knowing that all is well. Let it flow from the top of your head. Let it trickle down and flow down the back of your neck. Let it flowing down your spine. <laughs> Fill it up. Fill up your spine with this beautiful white light. And then it comes up to your tummy and comes back up your chest, up through your neck, up through your face, and right back out the top of your head. And this consistent flow of love and white light, gratitude, connection, the knowing that all is well, peace, serenity, keeps flowing, going down your neck, down the spine, coming back up through your tummy, back up through your chest, back up through your neck, back up through your face, and right back out your top of your head. Filling yourself up, feeling more whole and complete. Let it fill you up. Let it fill up all the dark spaces. Let this beautiful energy just fill you up so there's nothing in your space other than white light. Love. 
safety. You are safe. All is well. You are protected. You are surrounded inside and out with beautiful white light. Only love is here. Only love surrounds you. And as you are totally full of all is well, go ahead and reach up and energetically turn that faucet off. You are completely full and connected to the divine. And then pay attention one last time to the bottom of your feet. And for the last time, bring up that cool Mother Earth's energy grounding you up, up, up through your legs and back out your grounding cord one last time. And then, once you are complete, feeling safe and centered and all is well and connected, go ahead and cut off your grounding cord and let it fall deep into Mother Earth as it dissipates and is recycled. And take a deep breath. And then rub your feet on the floor and your hands on your knees. Take another breath. And when you feel like it, you can open your eyes. Welcome back. Thank you for letting me do that. I had it recorded so I could do it too. <laughs> Does anybody want to share anything? My, my white light was gold. I couldn't, I kept trying to go to white and it, it just came through as gold and like, I don't know, washing. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it wasn't white. It was gold. <laughs> no worries. Does that mean anything? Well, it's a gold faucet. So that makes sense. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> that means you're being showered with golden rays of money yeah it? yeah sure <laughs> okay i'll take that thank you <laughs> yeah awesome so anybody else it's, it's interesting is leslie right who said that i you know i do a lot of this stuff and with the white light and today was also very like honey and it was so powerful because the honey light had more weight to it and seemed to be more grounding and more unable to hold anything but light. <laughs> so it was really powerful. It was really delicious. Thank you. My pleasure. So I feel like 
uh, this is recorded, by the way. Those of you who have registered, you will get this. So you can take this recording and use this uh, meditation and certainly the tool. Like I said, normally I don't do meditations on those power hours, but I felt like I just wanted to change it up a little bit. And speaking of changing it up a little bit, uh, I want to introduce Malka, who is one of our uh, beautiful, uh, she's a lot of things. Um, she's um, one of our great essence of being uh, certified coaches, but she's also um, sponsored, they're partnering uh, with essence of being with infinite love in Texas. And uh, one of the sisters that uh, basically has brought us out there and she is expanding her focus, she does a lot of things, a lot of coaching, a lot of different modalities that she uses as well. And uh, I just wanted to introduce her because uh, everyone will be getting an email uh, after this uh, asking if anybody would like some support or especially around the chaos and all the things that are going on and or anything at all. Uh, she's going to be giving gifting 30 minute strategies for free. Uh, for anybody, uh, just look out for on your email that she's going to be um, supporting you with a 30-minute strategy session uh, just to kind of connect with you and, and see if there's any other support that she can offer. Malka, do you want to say anything? Yes, um, I'm so glad that I'm here and thank you for that introduction, Birch. Um, I, I wanted to say that whatever you were talking about today, that I know it so well, uh, my life changed in 2006 because my son had an accident and that was a catalyst for my spiritual awakening. And I've been doing work since 20 years now and I'm so glad that I'm in essence of being certified coach and uh, doing a lot of other things with you, Birch, and really um, up-leveling so that I can support so many in this time, it's so important to empower women and men to be their best, to really feel their inner power and to be the best version so that they can do whatever they want to do. So I am here. Um, please reach out to me and I will be giving out 30 minutes um, as a gift to connect, to support anyone that requires it. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Malka. She's such a gift. And certainly you're welcome. Any of you who are Essence of Being graduates to come out and play with us out in Texas, which yes. is where we're doing a lot of, uh, and her, her uh, um, I don't want to say spay, it's, um, it's her center, center. Uh, infinite yes. love. And uh, it's definitely full of infinite love for sure. So she's got a fabulous meditation center as well as, now our essence of being home out in Texas. So uh, yeah, we're so excited to partner with you, Burge. Yeah, it's really been uh, God sent. Yeah, totally. So we'd love to have you come to participate. We're doing an essence of being in Atlanta, everybody in August. Those of you who have not done essence of being or any of our other play shops, you can go to essenceofbeing.com. Check it out. All the different schedule of events. Uh, the next power hour that we're going to have it's always the third Wednesday of every month. I've been doing this since 2014, 2014, I believe, every month. And it's always the third Wednesday of every month. And next one, it'll be June 15th. And our topic for that one will be self-forgiveness, you are innocent. Wow. So join us there. And of course, look at essenceofbeing.com. Uh, when am I coming to Miami? Actually, uh, in September, I'll be doing Fort, coming back to Fort Lauderdale, Miami, South Florida. I've been, I've been doing essence of being workshops down there for 27 years down there. Um, and uh, I haven't been there in a couple of years. So I'm coming back. So <laughs> spread the word. Um, yeah. So Definitely the next one that's happening though is in August in Atlanta and then Fort Lauderdale in September. So check out the essenceofbeing.com schedule of events. You can join me also twice a month uh, for group channeling if that's your bag and that's something that you want to ask questions about to get a new perspective, clarity, focus. You're certainly welcome to come on to that, but just check out Essence of Being and see all the cool stuff that we're doing. And I trust that I'll see you next time or sometime soon, I hope. 
and that this added some value for you. Um, so I appreciate all of you taking time tonight. And I want to honor the time that it's, and we're at an hour. And uh, if there's anybody else want to say anything before we, before we, we never let go. I mean, even though we let go, we never disconnect. How about that? Thank you so else? much, Burge. Welcome. My pleasure. I trust all is well with all, everyone. So I will talk to you soon. And definitely when you get that email, check out Malka. She's miraculous. <laughs> Thank you, Burge. Thank you all. Thank you all. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.